With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pandora makes it easy for you to find your favorite music. Discover new artists and genres by selecting any song or album and we'll make you a personalized station for free. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the soundtrack to your life. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Brad, you know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company? Yeah, they're one of America's largest financial services companies. We get that in a song like Business Life Retirement. Or Nationwide's there to protect. I'm kind of the jingle guy. Not sure I agree with that. Well, I'm not sure I like your hat. Well, it would never fit on you. Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Round two of the playoffs is coming fast. And if your team is about to get ran out of the gym like these Dallas Mavericks, then you might need another way to have some skin in the game. And DraftKings is your way of doing that. DraftKings is offering free-to-play pools every day of the NBA playoffs where you'll have a shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes. Again, it's free to play. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. Again, that's promo code T. 
B P N for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Hey Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Good morning, people. Uh, good night, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I guess it depends on where you're listening and when you're listening. Uh, as you can tell, you know, the energy isn't as high <laughs> as it usually is on most podcasts, and especially for the recaps. Uh, allow me to introduce myself as usual. I'm one half of your host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, joined as always by my co-host Michael Bibbins aka Bibbs and we also have a very special guest joining us for this game for recap tonight uh why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself sir uh yeah hi guys uh Matej from Slovenia I'm an avid NBA fan Luca fan uh Probably uh, some of the listeners know me from Twitter, and uh, I'm really glad to join you guys for this recap. Unfortunately, it's not going to be a a fun one. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to be a very happy one, but I'm really glad to be here. Um, Honored to be here, so thank you for inviting me. Uh, Well, honored to have you. Uh, Time out, time out, time out. Have you been letting me pronounce your name incorrectly all this time? It's okay. I mean, it's my name. The it's pronounced Matei, but uh, okay. any English speaker, it's not an easy name to pronounce. No, no, English no. I, I I take great pride in pronouncing people's names correctly, so I will be making that correction going forward. Matei, uh, Matei, hey, that's perfect. All right, <laughs> that's that's actually that's actually excellent for a first try. Uh, couldn't get it better. <laughs> It's, it sounds, I mean, it seemed pretty easy. I'm not sure, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe for uh, American English speakers, it's easier. But like in Europe, around Europe, in other countries, usually when I, uh, when they try to pronounce my name, it's, um, yeah, it's hard for <laughs> other. But yeah, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, um, for the people on Twitter who may not uh, know you, where can, just to let them know, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at uh, Sport Info SI is my Twitter handle, and um, that that's where they, they can find um, all like the links to podcasts and the, where I post other content in Slovenian. Awesome. So I know uh, I know the connection you have uh, you have through Bibbs. I believe Bibbs was on your uh, podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast before we get into the math stuff, just to, so the viewers can learn a little bit uh, about you. Yeah, it's a sports podcast. Uh, been doing it since 2016. So it's been five, six years already. Uh, started like right before Eurobasket 2017. So um, 
it's a lot of basketball, some football or soccer for American <laughs> uh, fans. But uh, if a European says the word soccer, you're usually banned from talking about sports <laughs> in Europe. So, so, so I gotta gotta say football uh, and basketball mostly talk about that. Um, but lately, yeah, especially last couple of years, a lot of Mavs and Luca talk. Uh, that's what um, a lot of uh, sports fans in Slovenia nowadays watch as well. I mean, uh, Mavs are certainly am among the more uh, popular teams in, in Slovenia because of Luka now. So um, <laughs> a lot of fans, yeah. <laughs> I get the best numbers when I talk I about Luka and Mavs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know that uh, the Mavericks have uh, the backing of an entire entire country as far as they uh, certainly do yeah 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 they certainly i mean uh, uh sports fans hardcore sports fans know pretty much everything there is to know about the the mavericks like the uh, u.s fans do uh but just in general i mean people know uh, luca plays for the mavericks uh, plays in dallas and probably know more about dallas because of it and um that's good <laughs> Well, unfortunately, the backing of an entire country could not help us tonight. We put up a bit of a stinker tonight, man. Uh, mm. Mavericks <laughs> lost game four at home against the Clippers, 106 to 81. Uh, this, wasn't, this wasn't a good showing. Uh, There's a lot going on in this game. Uh, I have been on record on the podcast saying that the Mavericks had to win one at home if they wanted to at least get comfortable. I mean, you don't want to get comfortable, but, you know, to feel good about going back to L.A. But right. allowing the Clippers to tie it up at two, going back into L.A., especially with the way they played this game, and uh, Luca's possible nagging injury is just – it's not a good look, man. It's not a good look. No. It's, it's worse than that. Um, you know, somebody pointed out during the game, actually, that uh, the least amount of points we scored all season was 87 before this game. So this was our lowest scoring game of the year. Hmm. Um, and speaking of Luca's injury, I did have someone send me a link from a doctor who was describing what he might be dealing with. Uh, do you mind if I read through that? Sure. No. <laughs> all right so it's really quick um so uh, after announcing the or following the post that announced that luca was injured he kind of picked it up from there he says the worry is that this injury seems likely to be related to a herniated disc in his neck pressing on a nerve and that it could have a lingering impact for the series and more of course the severity the nerve compression and symptoms cannot be known without an exam or imaging but the fact is, once this happens, it does not resolve overnight. The best hope is that Doncic can manage the symptoms and play through them. The worst case scenario would mean surgery in the end of the season, and certainly no one hopes or expects for that to be the case. The issue is not just his cervical strain, but the arm complaints described as a weird feeling are consistent with the aforementioned nerve compression. Doncic felt pain at <clears throat> the half and wore a wrap around his shoulder and neck area while on the bench receiving some treatment via massage before finishing with a career playoff best 44 points in the prior game 
There was no clear incident leading to the injury, which is consistent with this type of injury, uh, which can happen out of the blue. It seems clear that Doncic will need to manage this cervical disc herniation and I'm not going to read that word throughout the rest of these playoffs and the implications could be major for the Mavericks. If he cannot, did anything about that stand out for, for you, uh, Reese or Matei? It certainly did for me. I mean, I speculated when Luca first mentioned, he actually, when he talked about this injury after game three, uh, he used the really old school Slovenian word, didn't know how to, didn't know the English term neck strain or whatever. He used the word Higgs and shoes, which is (laughs) sort of really old school, like old people (laughs) use it to describe basically neck pain, neck strain, or some sort of uh, nerve pain in their neck. And unfortunately, I do have some personal experiences with this injury as well. Uh, Did some uh, wrestling and BJJ uh, back in high school and uh, a few <laughs> years after that and um, actually did have a herniated disc uh, from it and it's not a good thing what, whether it's in your neck or in your lower back uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, right. is uh, an example of right, a guy right. who had to deal with this injury uh, JJ Raddick also at the beginning of his career uh, <laughs> because I had this injury I sort of follow guys who have the similar <laughs> injury and because uh, I mean it, it does take some time to recover from it it's usually easier to recover well not necessarily because uh, Kerr uh, the Golden State Warriors coach right. he had a herniated disc in his uh, neck and actually missed half of a season or even right. more uh, because of that so it, it's a bitch <laughs> this injury if it is that and uh, like you mentioned, Bibbs, uh, uh, only uh, MRI can tell if it is uh, a herniated disc. Uh, without that, you we can only speculate it. If it's that, it's definitely not uh, uh, not good news. That would be worst case scenario. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like Luca is trying his best to play down the severity of this injury. Mm. It's because of the kind of competitor that he is. He wants to play. He doesn't want to miss this series if there's a chance for um, for us to win. But if I had to choose between us winning this series and Luca's long-term health, I'm choosing the latter every right. single time. Uh, if this injury is as severe as that tweet says or could possibly be, if he needs to sit out, so be it. I, I will be I will be content with that. Mm. I can sleep well at night knowing, hey, Luca has this injury. We have to sit him to protect his health. We're gonna lose this series. I'm okay with that. Like you know, yeah, it's that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make ten times out of ten. So watching the game tonight, he was in very very noticeable pain. Like there were times where he came up the court and literally was closing his eyes to like focus because he was in so much pain and like seeing that it almost made me wish that the game would end and we could just not have him play again because it's not going to get better without at least some rest and he's not going to rest while he's in the playoffs and like 
even in the in the first quarter, he had a drive where he lowered that shoulder into Paul George and to get him off of him. And I'm like, this is not helping the situation. Like he's just gonna hurt himself more. So like maybe it starts out as a strain, but now you're working it into a more severe situation. And I'm, I'm I almost want the series to be over quicker just so I don't have to worry about him further injuring himself. Cause like you said, I would, I care more about his long-term health than what we're going to do this year. Same. Uh, I actually would like this series to, well, actually I wanted this game to be over sooner than we were getting our asses whipped, but uh, yeah. For, for didn't the make sense for Luca to play in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. I mean, it, there was already no chance. Uh, you could tell. Um, we were almost down 30, to be honest. Uh, just regroup, uh, put some guys out there who didn't really, you know, get much playing time, see what they give you in that last quarter. Maybe they can play in the next game if you liked what you saw. But for Luca to be dealing with that injury and playing him in the fourth quarter, it wasn't – it was unnecessary. Uh, we knew the game was over. Uh yeah, the game seemed to be over after the first few minutes of the third <laughs> quarter. Second half didn't look good after the first quarter. Really? St- started bad, uh, continued bad, and ended not better. <laughs> it, it really looked over to me sometime in the first quarter. Like yeah. I, I could tell. Mm. I, I could tell Luca wasn't himself. The Clippers came into uh, the AAC on a mission. They were hitting their shots. Obviously, the small ball was working again. Uh, they threw out Boban. We got some Boban minutes. Yeah. Third leading, score. Third leading score on the, on the team today. And and the Boban thing was working on yeah. offense. Mm-hmm. On defense, obviously, he's going to get cooked. Uh, I did see a play, you know, where he first got in and he was on defense and he did get out there and contest on a three-point shot. But for the most part, he's a liability on the defensive end. He's just as much a liability on the defensive end as he is a strength on the offensive end. Just like KP or... <laughs> I was going to say, the, the entire yeah. roster is a liability on defense. On defensive <laughs> end, yeah. That's the main problem. That's been the main problem this season. They tried to uh, improve their defense, but more or less from what we see they pretty much failed miserably <laughs> they, yeah. they they are not a better defensive team this season than they were last season and their offense is not better than their than it was last season so right. they they didn't get better on either end yeah uh, you had something to say bibs yeah i was gonna say um i think that what i noticed during this game is from game to game, you notice the different flaws that this team has. And it's not just going to be one player that's going to come in and fix everything. Like that player that doesn't exist. Uh, it's going to take a lot of changes. Like I, I want to say almost an entire overhaul of the roster. I was literally thinking that. And it might not be possible with KP's contract there. Uh, but if it's going to happen, it has to happen this year because we got to pay Luca next year and I'm, we're most likely going to have to pay Jalen Brunson next year as well. So we the, the window is very small and we can't get caught up in looking at one game samples to say, oh, well, this worked tonight. So now this is our main issue or, oh, this worked this night and this is our main issue or the defense was terrible this night. So we need to focus on getting some defensive guys. But Luca, like every single play, Luca is 
in terrible pain, but every single play, and even they were calling it out on the broadcast, every single play, we bring the ball up the court and look for Luca because yep. nobody else can run, a, run the offense. Nobody else can dribble a pass someone without being set up. No one else can make a more than elementary pass. So everything has to go through Luca, and, you know, he's hurting. Like, even throwing a pass with that injury that he has is hurting him. It was just too much to ask for him to to facilitate everything on offense for us. And then he was making some of the better defensive rotations for a good part of the early part of the night. So very reminiscent of CP three in games two and three mm. of the Phoenix Lakers series. Right, right. There, there are similarities in their mentality. I definitely mm. think so in their approach to the game, and of course their their uh, their basketball IQ. I mean, CP3, when we're talking elite playmakers, it's Luka, CP3, LeBron, Jokic. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm missing somebody, but I would put those four probably in a tier of the elite of the elite when we're talking playmakers. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luca tried. Luca tried uh, really hard to play through the pain. It, it it looked like it. He was laboring on both ends, and yeah. he always was that sort of a player. Play through pain. Uh, that wasn't a big deal to him, even in Europe, uh, when he was getting uh, like <laughs> handled by much much older players, <laughs> fighting for their loaf of bread. Um, it, it was yeah. I mean, it was like h- hungry sharks when you see a 16 17 year old kid and you're a 32 year old vet played in the nba played in europe in every elite league and um, yeah there's a kid beating you it's you you definitely hit a bit harder on those fouls and every game matters more less games in euroleague so um, yeah but this injury will definitely be a topic for a while and luca has already committed to playing for the national team, mm. which is a whole another topic we probably shouldn't even get into. But <laughs> um, he has committed, and uh, the qualifiers for the uh, Olympics start at the end of June. And if Slovenia qualifies, then he'd play Olympics as well, which means he'd play all summer long pretty much uh, mm. and this injury also puts this in question i mean if he's actually dealing with uh, pinched nerve due to a herniated disc then he will need to rehab this injury and not play but right now we're yeah we're just speculating i didn't want to take the <laughs> conversation in a completely another direction but yeah i mean he does have a tough schedule ahead and no rest for the weary. If Mavs would have made it to uh, the conference finals, then he couldn't play for the national team in the qualifiers. But other than that, he, uh, at least for Slovenian media, already confirmed that he's he's going <laughs> to play before the injury, of course. Right, right. Uh, well, speaking of people playing and injuries and whatnot, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luca's injury... You know, obviously he didn't look the same, so we will look to the others to step up. And uh, let's run down this box score for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, it's 
it's hard to look at. I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> I have to run it down. This I can't believe this is an NBA playoff box score. I was but say this is a full game. Yeah. Right. This is a full <laughs> it feels like looking at this box score, it feels like the game is still going on, but it's over. <laughs> like so uh Dorian starting lineup, first of all, obviously. Uh Luca, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian Finney Smith, Maxi Kleba, and Christos Porzingis. Dorian Finney Smith led the starters in minutes with 38 minutes and scored eight points, eight rebounds, and shot three for nine, two for five from three. Actually, not terrible uh, compared to <laughs> some other things on this box score. It could have been worse. Yeah, it's a DFS night. That's a, it's a DFS typical night. DFS night. I, I asked for two for five from three from him as at a minimum, and he did that. So and he did that. So kudos to you, brother. We're not expecting you to, you know, take anyone off the dribble and attack the basket. Uh, not that crazy, Bibs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> after your prediction, that no oh lord, no comment. Got it. I mean, okay. was, I will say this: after Boban, he was the next highest scorer. <laughs> yeah, no, he was noticed that. Oh, I mean, the, besides, that, that's the fourth highest besides KP. Fourth. Besides He's, KP, Boban was the X factor. Well, when the bar is set that low, I'm I mean, saying <laughs> it wasn't Tim Hardaway Jr. I'll tell you that I'm five foot seven, one seventy five, and I probably could have been like top five scorer on this team <laughs> today. Like, you know, a couple threes, and I would have been good. Uh, Luka Doncic played thirty five minutes. 19 points, six rebounds, six assists, six assists, shot nine for 24, and one for seven from three. Uh, Let's get those free throws. I I, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> he shot 0 for 5 from the free throw line. I didn't want to look at it, but. You know, another thing I noticed, you could tell Luca was really just struggling to get the ball in the basket because there were stretches where he wasn't scoring and he just come down and shoot up a bad shot just to see it go in. And it was not going in. And I mean, I get it, but that's not the way you come back into a game. You got to get the others involved. You got to run the offense. You got to stick to the plan. Uh, there was one possession where I saw him come up. He gave the ball to Jay Rich. They ran like a whole set. Everybody touched the ball. Nobody else accomplished anything. And then they just gave it to Luca with five seconds. And he had to take five dribbles, try to get somebody off the bounce and bounce and get a shot up. And he made it. But like when he got back down the court, I could just see him like either the pain or just the frustration of like, I need y'all to help me. And y'all aren't like I, I gave y'all the ball. Y'all ran a whole play. Nobody got anywhere near the hoop. And then you just gave me the ball and watched. Like, he he needs help. Luca being the only one that can create a shot is not a formula for success. At all. Long term, no way. But on this team, he's the only above average playmaker they have. I honestly like who would be qualified as an above average Luca is elite, of course, but who right. would be at least above average uh, playmaker? Like they don't have any. I would I mean, argue that we don't even have any average. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to be too mean, but <laughs> yeah, 
that's 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 the case right now and this team goes as luca goes if yep. he doesn't score if he's not close to a 30 point triple double they will most likely lose so and if you put on top of that like you you're not going to win any game when you shoot 16.7% from three uh, that just <laughs> a recipe for disaster so and like you said mentioned numbers three point shooting numbers except uh, dorian he was 40% and uh, jay rich took well, two threes made one nobody else luca was one for seven jalen brunson one for four, one for four Team Hardway, <laughs> he had uh, one of those nights, zero for four. Maxi didn't make any threes. Kristaps, even if he had a solid sort of scoring night from his mid-range shots, but saw a couple of couple go, a few go uh, in from mid-range, but right. missed both both three both threes he took. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's just not gonna cut it. Uh. Maxi Kleber, he was there. He had on a uniform. <laughs> uh, 32 minutes, zero points, five rebounds, two assists, a steal. I was only just listing those so it, his box score wouldn't seem as bad as it is, but it's bad. Uh, he shot 0 for 3 from the field, all three-pointers. Uh, moving on, it's really nothing to say. <laughs> uh Christos Porzingis for 27 minutes, 18 points, five rebounds, seven for 12, 0 for two for the three. It's insane that he actually didn't have a bad game. We just huh? needed more from him in terms of scoring. Yeah, defensively, he had a bad game again. Well, that's all the time. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> but offensively, yeah, I mean, he was the best Mavs player tonight. Which yeah. is insane to say with 18 points. And I'm even willing to go far as far as to say I appreciated that he was showing a lot of effort chasing rebounds. Right. Uh, the results didn't show because, I mean, I say it all the time. We need a big man that can actually move people around. He doesn't move anybody around. Uh, so he was working really hard to get rebounds. He just wasn't getting to them because point guards were boxing him out underneath the basket to the out of bounds. So, um we we just don't have the personnel to do the things that we need to do. And I, again, I don't want mean to be hard on him he, he, if he's going to play hard, but you know, he, he we're asking him to do things that he's not built to do. Right. He's set up for failure on this team at this time. I mean, on paper, he should be a small ball killer. He should be a, the type of a, the exactly the type of a player that kills small ball lineups like the Clippers started tonight. Right. Uh, but he's not. He hasn't been. He's not moving the same way he was moving last season on defense, less aggressive on offense, doesn't attack the rim as much, doesn't roll as much. He actually, he's actually getting, there's a lot of talk about his post-ups and I just looked uh, at his numbers <laughs> before, uh, before uh, today and he's actually averaging one post-up more than he did last season. <laughs> and I mean, he's getting everything he should get. I really, I mean, I saw some tweets 
KP should get more more shots tonight. He right. should get more opportunities. They should look more for him. I mean, KP is just not that guy. He's not that dude. He he didn't. He's not the second option on a championship caliber team, or at least he hasn't been this season, with the exception of a few weeks, month or two last season when he looked like a true second option. He hasn't shown that uh, in his two years on the Mavs. Unfortunately, considered how much we paid for him, but uh, <laughs> it was nice to see him come out. Um, I would say semi-aggressive. For KP standards, it was aggressive. Uh, they kind of fed him immediately uh, once the uh, once they saw the small ball lineup before they put Boban in, and uh, it worked for a bit. But obviously, uh, I think it's I think we can all agree that Boban was more effective in that uh, aspect. But moving on from KP to Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, like Mate said, Tim Hardaway Tim Hardaway had one of those nights, man. 25 points, four, 25 points, 25 minutes, four points, uh, shot one for eight from the field and 0 for four from three. And this was way before he had to leave the game with an injury. Uh, that Jesus Christ came down hard on his tailbone near the end of the game. I I think he'll be all right. I don't, I, I think he'll be all right. Hopefully, uh, obviously for two reasons, one, we need him, and two, he's supposed to get paid this summer, whether it's from us or someone <laughs> else. I would like him to see – I would like to see him get his money because of how okay. well he's played this year, whether it's from us or another team. So, uh, hopefully, Timmy is okay, man. Hopefully, he's okay. Uh, now, let's, let's – oh, Jesus, the bench. Okay, <clears throat> so <laughs> Josh Richardson played 20 minutes off the bench and scored five points, two for seven, one for two. I think Josh Richardson was obviously looked at to be that secondary playmaker or shot creator when we brought him over, and it has just failed miserably. Like, you have to question the quality of our NBA scouts. If they thought that Josh Richardson was going to be a secondary playmaker, and this is the result we get. Apparently, uh, Carlisle has been high on him next to Luca for a while now. So. Yeah, yeah, they played it up like, hey, we've been trying to make this happen for a long time and the timing was just right. And now he's on the bench. And even when he comes in, we, we can't get anything from him, the play, especially playmaking wise. And his shot looks like it's coming out of his wrist when he shoots. Like, I don't I don't know what's happening there. Like he's fucking Spider-Man or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's how he shoots. I mean, if, <laughs> I, I've seen him shoot over 40% on the heat, uh, even that, when he wasn't like the second option. And in his best season on the heat, mm-hmm. again, on paper, he was exactly what the Mavs needed. But it seems like he's closer to last season's Jay Rich from uh, yeah. the Sixers than the Jay Rich from the Heat before that. And Heat system is also pretty specific and mm-hmm. a lot of times makes players look better than they actually are. A lot of players look really good on the Heat. And then like <laughs> James Johnson, I mean, he had his best season on the Heat as well. Yeah. And yeah. I think that he just have a really good system. Yeah. Uh, that really that's, just helps players look better. And that's something that I think people should have definitely realized this year when they had all the issues with COVID and they're playing with their like 
12th through 17th man and they look like the exact same team because they just have all right this player they have uh bam out of bio and then behind him they have precious achua who is a similar player like maybe 70 percent of bam out of bio at his best 60 and then by, 60 okay okay we'll say 60 <laughs> so he's like 60 percent of bam out of bio at his best and then even behind him they had chris silva who's maybe 30 percent at his best and it may, may not be the same quality. You may not get the same looks. You may not have the same effect, but the system still looks and runs the same no matter who you put out there. And you can get a Max Struess who's barely in the league, tore his ACL, I believe, at his rookie yeah. year, came back healthy. And in the few games that he got to play, he was 60% of Duncan Robinson. He gave you 20 points or 17 points yeah. a couple of nights. Like, we don't have that. We don't. We have Luca. And a bunch of random guys, and it's like tonight maybe Tim Hardaway Jr. makes some shots, maybe Dorian Finney-Smith makes some shots, maybe Maxi makes some shots, but we don't have another guy that's going to take over a game for any stretch of time at all. And even if it's going to be KP, you have to force feed it. It's not like he's just going to go out there tearing down offensive rebounds and dunking on people's heads. It's not within. He's not getting his shots within the flow of the offense right. if it's post ups, right. Right. and it's it's the system, like you said. I mean, Mavs run a heliocentric system with Luca at the point. Uh, he'd have a completely different system with a lot of ball movement, uh, a lot of handoffs. So it's uh, a lot of also running the game through. Bam, not just their guard. So it's uh, it's a completely different system. And your numbers, you can get your numbers easier. Players can get right. their numbers easier in that system than in a system where, well, <laughs> of course, depends on the players <laughs> again. If you're getting open shots next to Luca, it's great. But you also have to get mm. in rhythm. And that's when, where another playmaker, more playmakers, uh, could come in handy <laughs> for the future. <sighs> yeah. Well, let's finish this box score out. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Brunson played 18 minutes and scored seven points, four rebounds, three assists, and shot two for eight from the field. Moving on. <laughs> Oban uh, came in, uh, looked very effective early, like we mentioned, played 14 minutes, 12 points, six rebounds, uh, you know, Helped the way he could, but obviously you can't expect Boban to play big minutes in games like this. Uh, other players played on the bench as well, but those were garbage time minutes, and we're, we're not about to go over garbage time minutes. I'm going to make a note. Boban was the only player with a positive plus minus on the team. Like just wanted, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's of course for yeah, yeah, one yeah. game status. <laughs> we know, we know, but I mean, he did play 15 minutes and wasn't a minus in those minutes. So exactly, that's exactly. something. That is something. I mean, I usually don't pay much attention to the plus minus Bibbs usually does, yeah. but you know, <laughs> it's just something to watch because I feel like a lot of times teams get caught up in worrying about their bigs being exposed on like switches and being hunted and it's like if a team is hunting one player then they're not running their offense and they're not in a rhythm they're getting out of their rhythm so if they miss a shot here or there like now we're we're affecting the game in a positive way by doing that and that happened like you mentioned the first couple when he first got in there they switched they had somebody isoed on him and they took a tough three and missed it like Kawhi's not getting I mean they're shooting 90 percent <laughs> 
inside with Paul George and Kawhi. They're just running through people. So if we put Boban in there and they suddenly don't do that, then we've affected the game in a positive way. And that's the way I kind of look at it. Like even when the the Clippers were upset about Luka isoing Zubak, I felt like that was overreaction because the shots that Luka was getting over Zubak were difficult shots that he, that's a much easier shot to get that over Reggie Jackson or Pat Bev. And um, obviously going small has worked in their favor in other ways, but I don't think, I, I feel like the Zubak thing was an overreaction. And maybe it's just my sensitivity to big men and trying to protect the big man in M- the NBA these days. Like I, that's 90% of my reason for hoping the Jazz don't get upset before the conference finals, at least. Uh, it's because I, I love Gobert and I need him to hold it down for the big men and prove that they are valuable in today's NBA. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's part of my thing is you have to give them something different to look at. If they know they can come out here and just get to the rim at will against KP and Maxi and whoever, then that's what they're going to do. But if you throw Bobon out there, suddenly they have to think about doing something differently. Uh, this 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 box score, this this specific stat, this is this is some of the worst shooting percentages <laughs> I've seen for a playoff team ever. Um, we shot 34% from the field, 16% from three, and 63% from the free throw line. We could not throw a pebble in an ocean if we tried. The 63% from the free throw line is mostly on Lucas zero for five. Yeah. Uh, I see the other guys actually uh, shot pretty well. I mean, shot well, except Luca. And I tweeted about his free throws uh, just because it's pretty per- perplexing. He was a good free throw shooter in Europe. Um, on solid samples, we're, we're talking here three, four seasons of uh, high-level Euro ball, and he was every year he was except one season he was over eighty percent. First season mm-hmm. eighty-eight, uh, well, two seasons. Uh, uh, second season seventy-eight, uh, third uh, eighty-four, uh, then eighty-two, and his last season seventy-eight all much better than his shooting in NBA so far. So I I don't quite get what's the problem here, what's the issue, but he's obviously in his head about uh, those free throws. Oh, yeah. And I always say that free throw shooting is very, very mental. Um, I think part of it could be him adjusting to physical changes as well. but definitely it's in his head. Like you see him getting frustrated when he misses the free throws now. And when you start getting frustrated, when you're worried about your shot, you start aiming it. You're not going through your regular motions. Um, he just needs Stiffens to be able to relax. Up, yeah. Right. Yeah. He just needs to be able to relax and just, just let it go. Um, but I mean, it's tough. Like right now he's got a lot of pressures on him and the injury doesn't help being to blow in a 2-0 lead doesn't help like this is this is a very pivotal time for a young guy in his career to feel like he's at the peak of stepping into something like people were talking about him as you know he was an MVP candidate before the season and he's looking like one and he's coming off a 44 point game Uh, I think he they had him on the list with like Jordan and Kareem and like the goats of NBA history 
for like the his two best players ever. Career. Right, right. Like <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, and like they have like all these 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 lists he's on for his performance so far, and it's it's all coming down on him at once. And I worry that that's the one thing I worry about is if we if we don't win another game, if like if we don't even compete in the next couple of games, like how does he deal with that mentally in the off season? Uh, I, I'm not. I, I'm not honestly too worried about Luca as far as you know uh, the mental capacity goes, just because of his caliber, uh, the caliber of the competitor he is, the caliber of a player, the caliber of a person. Plus, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he understands. You know, he'll probably think if I didn't get injured, we'd have had a chance. He'll probably think that, right. but I'm not sure if us blowing 0-2 and losing four straight would really affect his mental uh, what about his feelings about the actual team and the organization i don't think that's gonna change i feel like we we need to slow down on that a bit we have luca for a long time do we <laughs> if yes. he says i'm not happy yes, yes we have him all right for a long time Seven, a years. player like a player <laughs> like luca says i'm not happy you don't trade him if Luca doesn't care about money and he says i'm going into i'm taking the qualifying offer after that uh next year <laughs> then what <laughs> he's I not doing that, that. okay okay, okay. nobody's turning that 200 million nobody <laughs> ever know. has nobody ever will um it's not gonna happen not ever never <laughs> i don't ever. see that happening at all so we have luca for <laughs> at least the next five years so all right it's, it's a lot of pressure for, in, for that organization. It is. I'm not saying he can't get this frontal with the organization, but I doubt this series would be the one. No, 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 definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, um, but yeah. I, I would like to ahead. see him step up more and say, hey, you know, how can I get involved? I would like this. I would like that. We could do this. We could do that. Maybe he doesn't want to do that. Everyone's not LeBron. Everyone doesn't want to play player G, <laughs> but, you know. Do you think he has that in him, Matei, to 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 go to Mark Cuban and say, "Hey, these are the things that need to happen"? At this point, I don't think he has that in him. I don't think he uh, even um, is interested in the team building aspect. He. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the players he has around him and he's going to try to win with those players. Uh, I, I think it's going to last a few years before he gets to the point where he feels comfortable enough to actually talk to Cuban or actually have a sit-down uh, meeting. I, I think there's more to think uh, with his agent um, mm. here. Um He's a pretty, uh, what's, I'm spacing out on his name. Um, uh, he's also, I mean, he's the BDA agency. Uh, what, what's the yeah, he's an agent. He's an agent for uh, someone else. I a bunch of, he's got a bunch of really good players. He's got Andre Ayton as well in the same mm. rookie class. And, uh, uh, well. Bill Duffy. Uh, Bill Duffy, Bill Duffy yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 had Nash, uh, and we know he has a relationship <laughs> with uh, sort of the front office, which was ruined for a while. But he's a pretty 
powerful broker, at least from what I read, he seems to be a bit of a behind the scenes guy who could orchestrate some things or speak on Lucas' behalf in right. that sense, go to the front office and talk to them. But Luca personally, yeah, I don't think he's at this point and I don't think he's English he's at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can make his wishes if he want to it doesn't have he doesn't have to be a i don't know terribly adept in english uh, to just say uh, better players won't be (laughs) 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 that's pretty simple so um but yeah at this point yeah he's not there yet okay okay uh bibs did you have i'm not sure if you wrote down any uh, notes on certain points you wanted to hit this episode things to talk about so i guess well, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on oh go ahead yes or no do you i i did have like one thing i wanted to to bring up uh okay well if you if you wanted me to bring I, it up no 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 i do i was just i was making sure we're gonna go into an ad break we're gonna give him the ad we're gonna come back and the floor is yours all right all right If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. All right. So welcome back. Um, so after we've got it out, gotten out our frustrations about where the team is, uh, we've talked about Luca's injury. The series is tied. It's 2-2. We're going back to LA. We're going to come back to Dallas for at least one more game. Do we think that the Mavs have any chance of salvaging this series? And what is it going to take? I'll let the guests take it first. Matei, how how are you feeling right now? Not very optimistic. (laughs) To be quite honest, um, the Clippers have all the momentum now going to LA. Uh, I be very happy if Mavs were able to win one of those two games and not get well not not finish the series in Los Angeles uh, come back to Dallas although that hasn't been that much of a strength for them this season or now in uh, the playoffs uh, not optimistic I (laughs) don't think 
right now I'd be surprised if they end up going to the second round, if they were able to beat the Clippers as good as the Clippers looked, as good as Kawhi's looked throughout the series, not just this last game, as right. unstoppable as he is, as bad as uh, Max is looking on defense and he yeah. should be uh, the primary, is the primary defender on Kawhi. Not optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you had to put money on us winning one game, somebody said, hey, bet, bet, bet a dollar amount on us getting one more game in this series, would you be willing to do it at all? What's the a maximum? dollar? Yeah, just what? Just one? Sounds about just, right. Just one dollar. Yeah, yeah, just one. I mean that 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 that's what I bet, but not much more than that. I mean, okay. it's uh, it's not looking good. Okay. It's not, not looking, looking good. good at all. Just based on the last two games. Yeah. I mean, and based on the fact that Mavs shot that well in the first three games, not just the first three right. games, and there was bound some regression to the mean to happen. I mean, it was bound to happen. So it happens. They'll shot. They'll shoot better than they did. But considering how bad their defense is, how yeah. bad, how non-existent their their paint protection, rim protection is, they would have to shoot like sixty percent from three to compensate <laughs> for such an abysmal defense and i don't see them being able to do that or improve defense up to the point to be able to at least contain slightly i'm not talking stopping nobody right. can stop Kawhi, but keep them like maybe under 60 percent efficiency <laughs> from the field maybe 50 65 i don't know let's say for something like that it's not optimistic yeah and i wouldn't bet much really like <laughs> reese what about you not optimistic at all <clears throat> i'm not not even not even a little bit i'm not sure if there's a ounce of optimism in, left in my body uh my unfortunate predict well not prediction but uh I said they had to win a game. I said they had to win a game, and they didn't. And I said uh, if they lost both at home, the series could be over. And mm-hmm. that I, I, I still feel that way. I still feel that way. Obviously, you know, I would love for us to come out and, you know, still win this series. But with all things considered, the way the last two games have gone, especially this game, Luca's injury, the possible severity of it, of it all uh going back to la for the next game it's just with the clippers having all the momentum and clicking all on all cylinders looking like their regular season selves it's just not it's not a good look i i couldn't even justify any optimism if i wanted to create <laughs> some honestly uh it's not looking good it's not looking good but um it would have been my prediction i my unbiased opinion was Clippers and six. I didn't expect us to come out and um, run off two straight victories. So if the Clippers exactly. still win in six, my prediction is correct. But, you know, <laughs> no, and it's tough. not optimistic at all. So, you know, my thing <clears throat> this year, my entire thing this year was I wanted to get the four or five seed. I wanted to take have a six or seven game series. And I wanted us to go out with KP and Luca standing at the end of the series. 
Now, obviously the implication there is that I wanted KP healthy because we didn't have that last year, but now Luca's the one that's hurt. And really it just exposes how much we depend on Luca because when KP got hurt, Luca could still manage, manage to make us look like a competitive basketball team. But now Luca's hurt and we look like complete trash. Thanks. So the idea of KP as a second star is completely dead in my eyes. He's just a player there. Just forget about his salary. He's a role player now. You're not, you're not going to hold him. He's not going to play up to his salary standards at this no, point. We he can, won't. Even if he's scoring 30 points, if he's allowing 30 on the other end. So that it just cancels out. Um, it's a tough state. Like I, I, I agree. I, I can't have optimism knowing that Luca's injured, knowing that two days off is not going to heal his neck. Um, <clears throat> knowing that there's nobody on the team that's capable of stepping up and taking over to, to relieve some of his pressure. It's, it's hard to even fathom and winning another game on top of that by losing these two games, the way we did, I watched Kawhi and PG's body language after the game. Historically, there PG especially he gets real big chested. He'll puff his chest out when he feels like he's got something going. They're calm. They're relaxed. They're, this is business yep. right now. So like they're not getting too high. They're just you know we're gonna play our game. We're gonna do what we do. They we know how we can get our buckets if we just run our system. We trust our sets. We trust each other on defensive rotations. We're gonna win. And they know that. And so they're just executing. They didn't do anything special. Nothing dramatic happened. They just went out and executed their game plan to perfection. And if they continue to do that, we don't have anything in line to stop them or change what's happening to us. We just kind of have to accept it at this point. Uh, right now, it's a best of three series. And if I had to bet money, my money would be on the Clippers. That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's where the smart money would be <laughs> and, <laughs> and will be. Uh, it, it was interesting. Uh, all the betting uh, books had uh, for the first three games, even after Mavs won the first and the second game, Clippers were the favorites all throughout and they'll be even bigger favorites now. So, yeah. And like you said, Bibbs, I mean, yeah, Kawhi and PG, they smelled blood in the water in the first quarter already and like sharks, cold-blooded, just yeah. did their business, did it uh, professionally, did it like Mavs should have done it uh, on the third game mm. after they were up uh, 19 points. They did what the Mavs should have done uh, a game before that. And yeah, I expect them even more keyed in just cold-blooded snow emotions doing their job and they know i mean pg sets they got no rim protection <laughs> they know yeah. it they, they 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 know it and they're more than good enough uh, to exploit that till the bitter end <laughs> yeah exactly well that's unfortunate uh this game <laughs> was unfortunate to be honest uh this weekend was unfortunate but hopefully <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, things are better. Things are on the horizon. Next game is Wednesday, I believe. Uh, Wednesday night, so two games in between to figure something out. Uh, I guess they're gonna have to go into it scheming, uh, with the mindset that Luca won't be 
even close to 100% if he's even going to be able to play. But, uh, he'll play. He'll play. I was going to yeah. say, if he yeah. can walk, he'll play. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But, you know. I do have a Rick Carlisle quote to kind of close things out for you. I, I can't wait to hear this. Go ahead. As badly as it went, I saw a lot of positives in the game. What? I don't know where he saw those positives. I'll be Did very... he mention any of those positives? Perhaps. Well, maybe <laughs> I mean, just Boban's positive plus minus. That's the only thing I can think of. What positives? I mean, Boban, yeah, that's Bibbs mentioned. <laughs> that's that's the, the only sort of <laughs> positive in statistics as well. Only guy with the positive. Nah. <laughs> maybe he meant that. I don't know. Fuck that. I need to. I need a list of actual positives in a 25-point loss. Where we shot, and I repeat, we shot 34% from the field, 16% from three, and 63% from free throw. And you saw positives. I need to. Okay, you know what? Since you saw positives, I <laughs> I need a better showing on Wednesday. Since you saw positives in this game. <laughs> Maybe he's referring to um, players who got garbage time minutes who, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll see Trey Burke. God help us all. Uh, You know what? I think on that note, it's best to close it out. Um, uh, Matei, uh, for the people, um, you know, just to remind them, let them know where uh, they can find you anywhere, you know, anything you're doing, anything you have coming up. Yeah, Twitter handle is at uh, Sportinfo SI, uh, and also the YouTube channel is Sportinfo SI. Uh, so, um, yeah, all my content can be found there. Um, and um, yeah, that's what I'll have. <laughs> I'll be commiserating actually after I finish this podcast. I'll be recording my own podcast and I'll pretty much uh, repeat what we just talked about and sound miserable in another language as well. Probably just as miserable as I did right now in English. And hopefully, I mean, let, let's hope that actually right now I would consider a successful playoffs for the Mavs if they manage to win more, one more game. And if they mm. lose game seven, and if Luca's injury is not as bad as it could be, um, if it's, you know, something that can be rehabbed in a couple of weeks, hopefully, um, right. or sooner, uh, then that I would consider that, uh, well, a step fo- forward from last season. And uh most i can hope for right now <laughs> i will agree yeah. i will agree our expectations weren't that high so you know this is just something to build off of hopefully the front office can actually do that but you know uh hopes are not nice. high there uh but it was an honor to have you on we look forward to having you on in the future if you are willing to come on to the show absolutely uh honored um yeah i was honored to be here really uh, enjoy talking to you guys and like you see i mean talking basketball definitely isn't one of my problems in, <laughs> in pretty much well in more than one language so yeah i'll be glad to uh to join you guys really really enjoy talking to you uh even though if i didn't enjoy what we talked about uh, <laughs> right i mean it was it would be so much more fun if 
uh, Mavs swept uh, the Clippers, but alas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bibbs, I guess it was nice to have you on as well. Uh, wow. wow. <laughs> I didn't get a shot in at you all podcast. I had to end it that way. Uh, <laughs> as usual, let the people know where they can find you and I'll follow up. Most definitely uh, at Bibbs Corner for all the sports stuff. Do not follow my other accounts. Um, <laughs> It's not worth it. Uh, I'm hoping to have some good stuff coming on the website as well, bibscorner.com. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'll definitely make sure we link to, to Matei's info on the, the episode and in the, uh, the tweet when we let it out as well. This was supposed to be a panel. Uh, we lost one person because they spent the day at the lake and wore themselves out. <laughs> and then the other person has to work in the morning. Uh, that's the, the the downside of playing a late series where the yeah. games end after midnight, uh, East Coast anytime. I mean, it looks beautiful uh, on my Tay side of the world, but <laughs> not quite. Yeah, anymore. it's it's going to be a <laughs> sunny day. Uh, it's going to be a sunny day, but. I haven't had one of those all weekend. <laughs> Nothing it's but been... rain here. Yeah, oh, wow. been the same here, but looks like it's turning around now. So at <laughs> least, at least I'll have a little bit of sunshine. Awesome, yeah. uh, lucky you. Nothing but gloomy days over here. But uh, <laughs> you can find me, um, Mind of Reese, on everything. Mind of Reese on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, my YouTube channel is Mind of Reese. Uh, I'm getting more active on there. Um, I wasn't very active this week because I was in Twitter jail, so I wasn't able to tweet <laughs> uh, YouTube videos out. But the week before that, I believe I posted a video every single day. So oh, wow. uh, definitely subscribe to the channel. Uh, more content coming, Mavs content included. Speaking of Mavs, follow the Mavs Outsiders Twitter page. That's where all of the updates are going to come. Fun little polls that we do throughout the week when the episode is tweeted out. Um, if we want to do a Q&A episode, that's what we'll be answering, asking the uh, asking for questions. So make sure you go and follow that page if you're not already. And I believe that is all. And we will catch you all Wednesday night, hopefully in a much better mood than we are now. But signing <laughs> off for bibs, I'll sketch Mm, special guest what the hell special guest <laughs> but say it is two we are it, it is 240 a.m we are the Mavs <laughs> outsiders y'all have a good night or good day peace luxury is meant to be livable discover the new leather collection at ashley with premium quality leather sofas recliners and more all built to last no matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, Kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.